Hey everyone, welcome back to our podcast and we are in episode two of Evangelism and the Sovereignty of God. So we're talking about the topic of evangelism and for this episode I wanted to focus on the content of evangelism. What exactly are we declaring? What is the the message that we are sharing? And so I want to help you uh, think through those things and there are essentially there, there's four points that I think will help us to remember the content of what we have to share. Evangelism is the sharing of a message. Uh, it essentially means the good news. And so remember that it is good news. It is good news for a reason. And the content of the message helps us to know why it is good news. And so let's talk about the content of the message. So first, the when we engage our when we engage in evangelism, we're intending to share the gospel. And the content uh, of this message, the content of the gospel begins with God. The gospel is about God. <clears throat> evangelism first is about God. When we look at the book of Acts, uh, I can't rem- I can't recall the exact chapter, but when Paul was at the the Areopagus and talking with all these philosophizers who wanted to know more about what Paul was talking about when he he first drew their attention he first captivated their attention by declaring to them this unknown god that they worshiped he declared to them who god was he began with god god is the creator of all things the creator of the universe and God created all things for himself. And so we have to, and so we begin with, <clears throat> with God, not with anything else. It is important, it's important for us to first uh, to establish the fact that we are people who are created in the image of God. So the first point is the message is about God. Second, the message is about sin. Now, now we're getting into uh, the some the the uncomfortableness of sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ, aren't we? It is a message about sin. God created us for Himself, and yet man disobeyed God. God has uh, an established rule. He has an established law. But we are sinners. We, we, we turn away from that law. We do not, and it's not just doing what is disobedience. It's not just engaging in disobedience. It's not just, and, you, and it's, it certainly is like the Ten Commandments, right? It is, it is the, the problem that we have certainly is that we covet, that we do steal, uh, that we do commit adultery. But sin is also about relationship, it is about faithlessness that even if you should be a perfect person that is who has never disobeyed or done anything wrong, the fact that you do not worship God or love him makes you a sinner. And so we have to talk about sin. We have to talk to people about, because this this is where we get the, the good news. This is where we first... This is where we begin to understand why the good news is good news in the first place. What makes it good news is, 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 is the fact that we have sinned, 
that we do not love God, and therefore we are under the judgment of God. John 3, 16 says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only Son, so that whoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Praise the Lord. But if you continue to read further, it tells us that everyone who does not believe is condemned already. Why? Because he has not believed in the name of the Son of God. And so everyone stands in condemnation because they are sinful, because they do not believe in God, nor do they fear God, nor do they love God. And so the content of the message is concerning sin. And, oh man, and if you read, if you just read the first four or five chapters of the book of Acts, I appreciate the boldness of the apostles. When they are preaching the gospel to the crowds, specifically the Jews, they are, they're very direct in saying, you killed Jesus, you crucified him. Right, and is and we cannot be afraid to go there with people, you know, in a gentle and loving way. But we cannot be afraid to be direct. We cannot sugarcoat sin. We cannot generalize it, and just say like, "Well, well, yeah, we're we're all sinful. We're all sinners, right? We all crucified the Lord Jesus." No, don't be afraid to be direct when it calls when it's called for, and say, "Say, no, you are." According to the scriptures, you are a sinner under the condemnation of God. <coughs> Excuse me. Thirdly, the gospel is a message about Jesus Christ. Now we're getting to the good news. Now we're getting to the place where John 3.16 is especially relevant. God, in order to save his people from their sins, sent his son into the world. Jesus Christ, who created the world and for whom the world was created. This Jesus, this divine Son of God, this eternal one, came into the world, added to himself human flesh, lived a sinless, perfect life, died at the hands of sinners by being crucified to a cross and rose again from the dead and then ascended to the right hand of God. And all those who believe in this Jesus is spared from the judgment of God. They have to hear this. This is the hope of the gospel of Jesus Christ. This is the hope of the message that we've been declared to give to a lost world. That Jesus Christ came into the world to save sinners. And anyone who acknowledges that they are sinful and their need for a Savior and cast themselves upon Jesus and commit their lives to following Him, they are saved from the wrath of God and they are given eternal life instead of everlasting punishment. <coughs> and then lastly, the fourth point, this message is a message of faith and repentance. So it is not enough to tell people about God. It's not enough to tell people that they are sinful. It is not enough to tell people that Jesus Christ came to the world to save sinners, but this message requires a response. 
and we will not be faithful in our proclamation of the gospel if we do not tell people that they need to trust in Jesus and repent of their sins. So it is a call to faith and repentance, faith and repentance. They must believe in Jesus, trust in Jesus as their Savior, commit their life to following him. That is repentance, a turning away from sin and a turning to Christ. And so when we share the gospel with people, these are the four points that we must share if we are to be faithful stewards of what has been entrusted to us and what has been entrusted to us is the gospel of Jesus Christ. So God, sin, Christ, and response. And so this is a content of the message. This is what we're called to declare. And I understand that it can be incredibly difficult to share that message. But look to the book of Acts. The apostles, the church, prayed for boldness. Now, would they have prayed for boldness if they were without fear? No, I don't think they would have. They were just imprisoned. They were just uh, threatened by the religious teachers. And so I think naturally they were afraid. And so what they did was they prayed for boldness, and the Lord granted their prayers. And that is what we should do as well. As you're thinking about evangelism this month, not only think about evangelism and pray about evangelism, but pray for the boldness to share the gospel of Jesus Christ. So next week, we will talk about evangelism and the topic of the sovereignty of God and how these things work well together. So I hope you found this helpful and I will catch you in the next episode.